I was like, how do I, how do I communicate in a photo that I'm gay? Like, should I like throw glitter in every picture or do I like hike with a unicorn floaty? And ultimately the best option I came up with was to take pictures with a rainbow flag in front of America's most iconic National Park Service sites. Like if I stood in front of Delicate Arch with a giant rainbow flag, that would very quickly communicate like, here is somebody who loves the outdoors and who is also gay. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a global adventurer designs a new symbol of solidarity in the outdoors. After this. My name is Micah Meyer. If I had to pick one title for myself, it would be storyteller. Whether it's speaking engagements or creating social media content or doing advocacy work, like the one uniting thread between everything I do is storytelling. I've also called myself a full-time adventurer. I do everything Rick Steves does. I'm just one one thousandth as famous. My dad was a minister. In fact, he was an award-winning minister at the largest Lutheran campus ministry in America. So for me, uh, coming out was a whole lot of nightly praying to God to fix me, to change me, to let me be anything but what deep in my heart I knew I was. When I was 19, he passed away from esophageal cancer. And a few days after his funeral, I took my first ever independent road trip. And it was such a healing experience for me that I made it a goal that I would do one road trip every year for the rest of my life around the time of his passing, April 29th, as a way to honor the retirement that he never got because he passed away at 58. So I'd been doing these annual road trips for over a decade when I knew that I really wanted to do something epic at age 30. What I ended up deciding to do was to try to set a world record by visiting all of our 400 plus National Park Service sites. There had only been like two dozen people in the history of our country that had visited all of our National Park Service sites. So I could both become the youngest person to do so and the only person to ever do so in one continuous trip, which would set two world records. So I was 30 years old when I started the journey to visit all of America's National Park Service sites. And I finished three years later when I was 33. It was the toughest thing you've ever done in my life. So I was about a year into my National Parks journey. I was sitting in the front seat of my Ram Promaster cargo van that I was living in. And I opened up Instagram and I got a new message. And I pulled it open and I started reading and it said, Hi, I'm 15 years old. I go to a private Baptist school in Texas and I'm not out of the closet to anyone. But I read about your journey and I looked you up and I just want to thank you because now I know when I grow up, I can be ordinary. And then the message continued and he said, then I found your Instagram and I see you're setting world records. And now I know when I grow up, I can also be extraordinary. And I just sort of um, started wiping the tears from my smartphone. And I realized that I had spent the first part of my park's journey hiding the fact that I was gay, like actively working despite being out of the closet for almost 10 years. 
doing everything I could to keep the outdoors community, to keep the media from knowing I was gay because I was sure that if I didn't fit the mold of every other outdoorsy guy, that nobody would support my project, nobody would help crowdfund, I'd get no sponsorships. And so it was this moment where I sort of broke down because I was not helping this kid at all. I was just adding to the problem by hiding myself and hiding this part of me to try to fit in and make everyone else more comfortable. So many queer people, we, we fled the rural towns we came from. We fled these outdoor spaces that we enjoyed because we felt like we weren't safe unless we were in a neighborhood in an urban center. Or we couldn't be ourselves in these places because of the culture. I realized that the problem with outdoors culture was not the danger or the toughness of the trails or the adventures. Like The problem with outdoors culture was straight people making queer people feel like they couldn't be who they were in these spaces. And so at that point, I basically was like, okay, I know that I need to now be out in this park's journey and I need to do it for this kid and I need to do it for 10-year-old Micah who grew up in Nebraska and my window to the outside world was watching the Travel Channel and I never saw any openly gay person out living this gnarly life and so I never thought it was possible. And in that moment, I realized I now could be that person that all these people needed to see so that they could have an easier time being themselves. The idea was, how can I use this platform that I've built as a result of this trip? How can I use my profession? And how can I use my privilege as a cisgender gay white man, one step away from the apex of privilege, to help those people? The concept that I came up with is called the Outside Safe Space Program. And essentially, it's a symbol that gives individuals the agency and the ability to make our outdoor and rural spaces more welcoming by wearing the symbol as a pin or a sticker or apparel or anywhere on their body so that when queer people meet them in outdoor and rural spaces, they can see an ally. And we can start to change, hopefully, this perception that outdoorsy and rural people aren't welcoming. And if they are unwelcoming, hopefully we can start to slowly show that there are allies and pressure the homophobes into becoming allies. The outside safe space tree was really intentionally designed. In one portion of the tree, it's the rainbow flag, and in other parts, it's the bi flag and the trans flag. And they were specifically placed to make sure that they were the longest, strongest branches of the tree to recognize the way that those communities have been left out of inclusion even within our own queer conversation. Instead of being those rainbow colors, the trunk is made up of all different skin tones to show that all of these different queer identities come in every race around the world. And for everyone who doesn't identify with one of those flags, the entire tree is made up only of triangles, which is a traditional symbol within the queer community. People wouldn't know I'm gay unless I share that. And in the same way, I don't know if you're an ally unless you share that. So the outside safe space symbol is a way to give people the ability to communicate that they are something that is unseen otherwise and needs to be communicated for others to know. It's so important that we have visibility, both of queer people and allies in the outdoors, because 
we've spent our whole lives hiding who we are, so many of us. The only way to be proud of who we are and own who we are is to be visible and is to share this part of ourselves. Micah Meyer is a storyteller, singer, and record-setting adventurer. You can find more information about him and order your own outside safe space tree pin at micahmeyer.com or follow his adventures on Instagram at micahmey. That's M-I-K-A-H-M-E-Y. This story was produced by Stephanie Aguilar. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson and additional editing by Sarah Fuss Kessler. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus subscribers who make this show possible. To learn about the many benefits of a subscription and to subscribe now, go to outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.